another episode of Chatty Broads with Becca and Jess. Well, hello there, Broads. Good morning. Becca, I'm so excited because we have not had a dedicated a dedicated bachelor episode about yeah. all the drama that's been going on for quite some time and you think that like we would it, there's never enough bachelor news to talk about and i love particularly i get a little tired during the seasons i get a little bachelor fatigue but i of never course. get bachelor social media drama fatigue never. never ever ever never so i am chomping at the bit i'm chomping at the bit i don't even know what we're going to talk about yet i'm chomping at the bit well here's the thing so we have two comedians on the podcast who have us us yes <laughs> oh four comedians I've been, working you on, mean. I've been working on my five minutes <laughs> can't wait till stand-up is open again i mean your whole bennett um, your whole bennett uh uh sketch was pretty good oh, i was say earlier i appreciate week. that anyway um but uh you know we have two comedians who are coming on who have a bachelor podcast but also have an instagram this is where i get most of my bachelor tea from also you know, I, we're, you're getting everything on this Instagram. Everything. All the nitty gritty mm-hmm. that I didn't even realize until I found this Instagram and then this podcast. And it is Jenna and Danica from Date Card Pod. Mm-hmm. Yay. Thank you so much. Golf clap. Hello. The golf Hi, clap. <laughs> uh, thank you so much for joining Welcome. us. Welcome. Um, also, we're time stamping this. We're recording this on Monday the First, second, thirtieth. Who fucking thirtieth? November thirtieth. November thirtieth. So we <laughs> so, may miss out on some of that hot tea in the next so, three days. So you know, Lord knows, who knows what could happen in the next couple of days. We're not intentionally ignoring mm-hmm. it. It just hasn't happened mm-hmm. yet. Um, but and thank sometimes you. we do intentionally ignore certain yeah. shit. You know, <laughs> I, also to my knowledge, this is March thirty fourth. Like I, I haven't <laughs> lived since March. <laughs> like it has been. Everything is all sorts of mixed. No, up. Like, how many days has it been since March? This is like March one hundred and seven. 72nd like that's that's how we're measuring time also you guys asked beforehand like oh is there anything that i don't want to talk about i'm on the same boat there's like certain things i will avoid for whatever reasons usually because i've done the same thing that's right (laughs) you never want to set yourself up so (laughs) we try anyway but sometimes we end up talking about it anyways yes um but uh can you both give us like a little bio, talk about your podcast, how mm. you all got into this wild world of what I like to say our crew is just the reluctant bachelor viewership. Mm. <laughs> that feels like what it might be. Like you put on that it's reluctant, but then you're actually incredibly enthusiastic. Mm-hmm. Like you want to believe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That is literally us. Um, I'm Jenna and... I'm Danica, <laughs> and that's usually how we start the podcast because we don't know how to actually ever start no, the podcast. No, we've never, we've been doing this for, I think, two years now, and we've never had a good cold open. It's just like, I'm a piece of shit, and I'm a piece of shit. <laughs> We're trash, and welcome to Date Card Pod. Um, so Jenna and I met, funny enough, on like a fan podcast for something totally unrelated to Bachelor. Completely. And Oh my God, what was it? Yeah. It's for a podcast called My Brother, My Brother and Me. Um, and there's a huge fan base for that. It's like an advice comedy podcast. Okay. And um, maybe listeners have listened to it. So we met each other through Facebook that way. 
And then I mentioned like The Bachelor at some point. Danica slid into my DMs like a total slut. Yeah, I was. <laughs> I am. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and she's like, wait, can we like talk about The Bachelor? And I was like, yes, please. Because I had already had the podcast going for about maybe like four or five months on my own with another host. And it just wasn't working out quite well. Still love the man, but he didn't like know the deep mm. Mm. lore you know yeah. like the deep bachelor lore yeah and danica's like um let me tell you my thoughts and opinions on bachelor in paradise season one mm-hmm. <laughs> bless and they were all correct and so jenna invited me on mm. but like i i feel like i asked you because i had just i feel like i say i had just moved to portland but i had been here for like three years and i was like i don't fucking know how to make friends as an adult Honestly, like I don't, three years I don't as an it. adult, it feels like two months. So yeah, yeah, it's like I just moved, but I'm like, oh, actually, it's been five yeah. years. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm lonely as hell. And yeah. I don't know how to reach out to anybody except through racist Facebook. So <laughs> like delved in there, was talking to Jenna. And like, I think we like almost reluctantly agreed to like meet up. Yeah. Um, I invited her to my house. Like I, told, I was just like, sure, she might kill me, but who cares? <laughs> And I tried, but we got through it. And, uh, but like your house at the time was like under like a nail salon or something. Like I could not find this house. Oh my God. And then, um, yeah, we just recorded it and we got along pretty okay. And <laughs> you know, we, we, we just only talk shit, you know, sometimes. You know, what's incredible about that story though, is that you guys actually followed through on the plans for you to come over to her house yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah that's incredible I was desperate yeah I was gonna say this is like written in the stars for you guys to be yeah. friends apparently and I was desperate for somebody to really talk about bachelor with mm. me because I had been like I started my podcast only just because like my podcast at the time you know now it's ours but like I started because I was like desperate to like talk to other people mm. about this shit because I've always been you know kind of annoyed and disgusted by a lot of the problematic shit from the show, but I also was still really into it and really wanted mm-hmm. to watch it. But as it was painful to watch it and not be able to turn to somebody and be like, you get what the it. fuck is this trash person doing? Yes. <laughs> like, absolutely, no. And so Danica was like a perfect match for that. And then we just really flowed well. And we started recording together, like the season, the Bachelor in Paradise after Becca season. Mm. And then just kind of kept going. And now Beautiful. you're a full-blown conspiracy theorist oh, yeah. that I can't control at all. You're just <laughs> Okay, I mean, yeah, do you have like a do you have one conspiracy theory that's strong like for this season? Well, that mm, none of it is real. I mean, like I mean as, as far as like timing goes, like Tasha was 100% called weeks before. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Like yeah. I mean all of that is just complete Absolutely. Oh, yeah. And a, a complete lie. And I'm okay with it. Yes. Like, overall, it doesn't, quote unquote, ruin it for Not me. But, all. like, it ruins it for me sometimes when like, Chris Harrison goes on fucking Zima's podcast and is like, well, Claire, like, decided she was going to leave the sale. So I guess we're just going to, like, call her in one night. I'm like, you fucking asshats. We... Like, we have the internet. Like, what are you doing? We know now. She was literally doing her dress fittings 10 days before they even brought her in. What the fuck? She's got to have time to pack people. Insane. So, yeah, like, that's probably my biggest one that I just like, oh, you. 
Although that, that shit been. is crazy because they do literally tell people last minute like Ar- like Ari, for example, didn't know since we're going to be talking about him later. Uh, <laughs> he didn't know that he was going to be bachelor until like True. literally the night before they were like, True. hey, can you get on a plane and come to New York and be on Good Morning America at seven in the morning to announce that you're mm-hmm. the bachelor? And he was like, right. uh, like they do. They do that kind of shit all the time. So, I mean, I will but not but COVID, but COVID. Mm. <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's with, the, with the quarantine period. Yeah, for sure. But COVID. That's, true. The, that's the true. whole deal. True, true, yeah. true, true, true. Danica, Danica made like a good point on one of our episodes where like, in a sense, though, they probably do have backups. Like any season, yeah. they're going to have backups true. if something happens, you know? And so it's not really a problem that they had Danica or so. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was a like, backup on the episode. Did you just and they release like, some no, tea? You stupid bitch. <laughs> Too loud. <laughs> so, you know, it's not a problem they had Taisha on like retainer of sorts, you know, but it's just like the blatant gaslighting that they do to Bachelor Nation like all day, every day is pretty much what I've dedicated my life now mm. to like <laughs> No, it's 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 so funny when you end up having a conversation with, um, you know, a, a random like I'll have random friends who are kind of like casual watchers and they'll be wasn't it so crazy that that happened? And you're just like, oh, I know I you a, believe what they're telling you. I have <laughs> a friend who, yeah, like just kind of buys into all the narratives. And it's like, actually, I've sort of been like I think I need to take a step away from our friendship I don't know if we're on the same level here and it's kind of an issue like I don't want to be rude but you're not quite third eye woke like we are <laughs> it's not gonna work <laughs> it's a real thing though it's like I like how Bachelor Clues calls it the pit because I think that's such yes. an accurate yeah. thing you know mm-hmm. you're in the, the pit Clues fan here you're in the yes. I haven't quite gotten Danica into the pit completely no, I'm tired <laughs> I don't want to hear anymore uh-huh. I get Jenna's crazies every single day uh-huh. I don't, I don't want to hear any more of it. So, um, yeah, the thing is, I mean, and if people have listened to our podcast for a while. And honestly, I don't recommend you listening to the old episodes because the audio is terrible. <laughs> but like, if you've listened to our podcast for a while, we've always kind of called out like, you know, some of the problematic shit. Like, mm. I remember our first block situation was with Leo, trash man Leo. Yes. He is rude. He's rude. He fought with us in our DMs at like 2.30 in the morning. <laughs> we called him out for being like, a predator, you know? <laughs> no, he has yes, issues. He yeah. He, He's he scary. asked me, he asked me specifically, like, what man hurt me? And he, like, wished You're like, me you want the short list or the long? <laughs> yeah. I'm just like, first of all, you. You're not being very nice. Um, no, he is. I can't. He actually has sort of like a big podcast now. Yeah. Yeah, gross. I hate it's it. It's disgusting. I just don't no. even know. I mean, I've I have not tuned in because I just I refuse to be one of the numbers yeah, that shows one, up. Yeah. But um I'm just so curious what the conversation looks like because I remember him then posting all of his like I'm going to use quotes, the comedic clips that were regardless of your thoughts on Leo or what he's done were not funny, not funny and very hard to watch, <laughs> always hiding behind the couch, watching them just like, and I remember when he was doing it. like after he was after I was attempting to get him canceled and a bunch of other people weren't and he wasn't canceled. He was doing like clips where he would say in weird voices, like Mother Teresa quotes and stuff. And he oh, would yeah. be like. You know what? Four out of five comedians are like, <laughs> fuck no, that guy sucks. Oh, oh yeah. No, he, he, uh, I remember too, and this was before you and I like got pretty close, but I remember some of my friends like who are local like LA comedians who 
<laughs> getting into a conversation, bachelor stuff getting brought up and being like, oh, there's this guy who was on The Bachelor who comes and like tries to do stand up. Tr- like, I didn't even nights. know he tries to do stand up. Yeah. <gasps> yeah. You know, I've seen the videos. It's, yeah. It's- and it's Absolutely like, and, ever, and these these people don't watch The Bachelor, and there's like, there's this dude who's like really trippy, and he comes in <laughs> and he does, and it bombs at really bad every time. And I'm just like, who are you talking about? And then one of the guys showed me his Instagram. He's like, do you know him? I'm like, do I know him? <laughs> Honey, I've researched him deeply. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Anyway, Leo. relevant drama though. Yes. Relevant well, drama. Yeah. Yeah. And in? so, you know, and then we kind of the podcast just it's just really evolved into something that we were just talking shit about the show, but now we like talk shit about like the problematic elements of the people that are still Mm. involved with it. Because here's the thing we, yes, we get, we play into it a little bit. We see the villains they put on for us and stuff like that. But like, I'd like to think that most of the time I can be like, wait, that person's probably not terrible other than like Luke P. Um, Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But, you know, it's also kind of what they do after they're on the show mm-hmm. that yes. has really started to, like, fascinate us and got us just, like, deeper than we ever thought possible. Like, when the Hannah B, like, N-word incident happened, that was a really, I think, a turning point for our page in a lot of ways because it was horrible. We called it out. We, I don't care, but, like, we lost a lot of, like, followers. You yeah. know, like, people got mad. Yeah. The Hannah stands were pissed. <laughs> the Hannah got, like, stands are fierce, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then, like, once it all kind of settled in the dust, we realized there was just, like, a whole community of, like, of the part of Bachelor Nation, the fandom, that wants to have these dialogues and wants to talk about this mm-hmm. stuff. And I think that's just really important to, like, when you get really lost in a lot of it and you're like, this is just, like, such a trash show and I hate everything that's happening and why do I still watch it? And, hey, if you want to watch it, we support you. If you want to stop watching it, like we support your decision, but like, you can still watch it. You can still critique the media that you like, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. and still have an enjoyable time doing it, you know? So yeah, it's like, it's like watching like a sociology experiment, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but also like an art form at the same time. Cause you have yeah. all this crazy post-production stuff. You have the people themselves. I mean, I love it. I've always loved it. And I love that I forget all like I said today when I had a dream that I met we were talking uh, on an episode earlier this week and I was like, yeah, I had this dream. I met Chris Harrison and I was like, <laughs> I'm pretty sure you have met him before because you were on the season. <laughs> and sometimes it's all like this weird fever dream. It's just all bizarre. The whole world is bizarre. And it's bizarre that I'm one of like the couple hundred participants who have been in it. It's just I guess more than a couple hundred. There's been a bazillion yeah, seasons. Like a, now, but um, it's like- weird. Are you okay? Like after all of it, like I am better than ever. Are you kidding me? Best thing to ever happen to me. What the fuck? No, I know. I get to sell shit online and stay home with my kids and make money. It's so fucking great. It's like, yeah. I, uh, thank you, thank you, thank you, Lord Harrison. Thank you, Bachelor. Thank you, thank you. My dream so life. Good. Thank you. This is our thing. We always are very. I mean, we are so supportive of the people who go on the show, and now we get a lot of fucking shit for this. But we're always like, you know what? If they're on for the wrong reasons, everyone is wrong reasons. I great. I would go on tomorrow for the wrong reasons to be like, hey, if my husband and I got a divorce, be like, well. Uh, gotta find ways to uh, pay the bills and I've got my kiddo here so I am going directly on the show I'm going to talk about that I'm a single mother yeah. I'm gonna watch my Instagram account go <laughs> way up <laughs> and we're gonna make some money off of it well you know? now more than ever before you'd have millions you know 
Oh, yeah, it's true. I know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, let's be honest. I would never be allowed on. I'm much too old, and I have short hair and tattoos. I don't know. With this season, the way it's going, th- <laughs> there is just new precedents being set this season. That's true. Uh-huh. So, If they want to like put on a fat bitch, I will, I'm ready to be the villain. I will do anything. <laughs> like, I'm ready to throw drinks in people's faces. <laughs> Oh my goodness. I mean, listen, we we were talking um on an earlier episode about how what needs to happen is they need to have a show um that's like Bachelor in Paradise style where they have it be a crossover of uh like haunted house and Bachelor in Paradise. Mm-hmm. So since it's COVID times, everyone's stuck in a house together, a but one. it's a haunted house. And so they have to like band together also fall in love and let's be real like you're gonna need some like cool ass people on that version to you know try to calm down some of these screaming folk i <laughs> see you point to danica it's good it's good it's like an escape room right isn't right. that what bachelor in paradise is just like yes how can we get off of this godforsaken beach and go- get on a group date <laughs> and one on anything with anyone <laughs> totally exactly exactly Okay, bros, we have to take a quick pause. Here's the thing. For the for 11 months out of the year, I'm I'm really not into into cooking, into baking. I love to indulge in baked goods, but making said goods, not really my idea of a good time, but then December 1st hits and it's like I'm a contestant on Sugar Rush on the Great British Bake Off or whatever. I live for the gingerbread people, fudge, peppermint cookies, you name it, we're baking it. Of course, that means the typically bare shelves of my baking cupboard need an entire restock, so I have everything I need for the holiday baking magic times, and the only place that I'm doing this now is on Thrive Market. Thrive Market is an online membership-based market on a mission to make healthy living easy and affordable for everyone. And yes, they're the best site to use when you need to stock up on pantry staples and baking supplies, but they also have so much more to offer. From non-toxic home products to clean wine and the best healthy snack assortment I've ever seen. I also get all of my clean beauty products from Thrive. And if you have a picky eater around the house or maybe you have specific dietary restrictions, Thrive Market is about to make your life a whole lot easier because you can easily filter their site by over 70 different dietary values. It's all of the healthy and none of the hassle. And uh, not only is Thrive Market good for you, it's good for the planet. Orders of over $49 are shipped for free with their carbon neutral shipping from their zero waste warehouses. It almost makes me feel like my holiday sweet consumption, you know, is maybe an act of service. I don't know. Maybe that's my wishful thinking. <laughs> but, you know, I'm going to go with it. We love Thrive. Go to thrivemarket.com slash chatty and join today and you'll get a free gift of your choosing up to $24 in value. That's T-H-R-I-V-E market.com slash chatty to start your risk-free membership and get a free gift today. Thrivemarket.com slash chatty. Well, one of life's great mysteries to me anyways has always been why do items of clothing get more expensive the less fabric they have? I mean, bathing suits cost more money than a pair of pants and don't even get me started on lingerie. That is so crazy true. It's so expensive, right? Buying quality bras can cost a pretty penny, but it doesn't have to. Thanks to Third Love, you can now find your new favorite bra with high quality, comfy styles starting at just $45. And this bra lasts and is a perfect fit day in and day out. Third Love really has the bra game all figured out for you guys. A lot of people, including myself, loathe shopping for bras in stores. It's not fun. The sizes never quite fit. And like just said, bras ain't cheap people. And with Third Love, it's all easier than ever. You start by taking their online Fit Finder quiz, which takes things like breast shape into consideration 
and they'll find you your perfect size and they even make product recommendations based on your results. I just got a bra from Third Love. I'm in their half cup sizes, which is incredible. Yes, Love it. Same. Finally, something that fits correctly on mm-hmm. my breast shape. Um, but don't let the price tag fool you, bras. For real, Third, Love's bra- Third Love bras are full of premium details like memory foam cups, no slip straps, and scratch-free bands. Um, exceptional product at an affordable price. Music to our ears. But, of course, the most important question, are they comfortable? And I can assure you, because I'm wearing a Third Love bra right now and I would flash Mm. you if we wouldn't get demonetized but they are (laughs) the most comfortable bras I own and inclusive sizing uh we're talking half cup sizes like Beck and I were saying plus 80 plus size options okay Mm. uh fact it's the best bra I have ever owned but the best part you can shop with peace of mind because third love gets it shopping for bras is hard and that's why they allow returns and exchanges for 60 days Third Love knows there's a perfect bra for everyone. So right now they're offering our listeners 10% off your first order. Go to thirdlove.com slash chatty now and you'll find your perfect fitting bra and you'll get 10% off your first purchase. That's thirdlove.com slash chatty for 10% off today. Um, well, we should definitely dive into some current tea. Um, mm-hmm. Also, like I was saying, you all have your podcast. You also have your Instagram. Everyone should go follow now um, because if you want to get all that updated bachelor tea constantly, you all are just, I mean, so on top of it. Like all of my my news sources. <laughs> all I would of like my to, news sources. I've said this before mm-hmm. and I'll say it again. Jenna gave me the password to the Instagram maybe like three weeks ago or something. I'd never had it before. I didn't want to be a part of it. I never, I never asked for this. Oh no. (laughs) I, I logged on one day after we watched the bachelor. She like treated it like it was a gift to me. (laughs) Here's the password. Like, (laughs) so I hadn't already earned it by being a part of it for two years. Like, but I saw the activity that this bitch like puts in to responding to all of these things. And I kid you not, I, my (laughs) phone died like overnight. Like it was fucking dead. Like she left at like 10 o'clock and my phone was fucking dead the next morning because it was just constant notifications, notifications from Instagram. And I texted her the next morning and I was like, Jenna, show me how much time you spend on Instagram. And she sent it to me. And I kid you not, like, I, I mean, like, I think this is just me because I work online. So I, I don't particularly like using screens like after, yes. Yes. after yes. work hours. So like my Instagram usage is like maybe 18 to 20 minutes a day. Wow. wow. Jenna's, Impressive. Wow. Jenna's is, I kid you not, on average, six hours and 40 minutes a day. On Instagram? On Instagram alone. And I was like, I'm scared of you. Like, <laughs> Dude, but how, how the fuck else am I supposed to figure out who Peter Weber voted for president? Like, I need to fucking be on yeah. this shit. All I mean, day. you're you're the people I'm terrified of. I'm like, <laughs> I don't know what I've done or said in that. I honestly, frankly, can't remember. But you're gonna find some shit. It's horrifying. It is no. It is not surprising to me because when I'll go on the on y'all's Instagram and I'm seeing, I mean, because I think if you're not like the one doing it, it's hard to realize like how much information is coming in and I'm like I miss five million things a day and Jenna 
she gets all of them and, and they're the- all commented responded back to and then we also see also you, when you follow her the instagram it's a story arc sometimes because all of a sudden you know she'll catch someone doing this she'll send a actually mm. very nice dm mm. that explains mm, and then you see the person who's like you know what actually and then you'll see this arc and someone mm. comes into a renewed Beautiful. sense of self and realizes what they did sometimes they do the exact opposite but yeah sometimes. can we talk about ari for a little oh, bit oh we're going to <laughs> i wanted to clarify though that i don't think that time spent is embarrassing or cringy at all no, i see it as you. devotion and oh. as and as a as a dedicated practice, it's as, one does, as mm-hmm. one does a yoga practice or like a journaling practice, it's like instead you do an extremely stressful thing that brings no peace. <laughs> Extreme, yeah, only more it actually only peace. more unrest. Yeah, more conflict. It brings me a lot of peace in a way because like I'm a fucking I need to have attention on me all the time. So mm. when people are like, mm. "Thank you so much, you did such mm. a good job for whatever <laughs> bullshit I was on," you're I'm like. like <laughs> <laughs> it is no, it, investigative journalism in 2020. Yes, yes it is. It is. It is. Though. It is. You know, I will say though, like from the the brief interactions that I've like seen now that I have like this horrible access to the account, mm-hmm. like when I have time or when I'm like willing to invest time, I will say the women in Bachelor Nation, aside from one person, are a lot more just like, oh yeah, I hear where you're coming from. Like, I understand why surprise, you're upset about fucking this. Surprise, fucking surprise. And then the dudes are like, fuck you, <laughs> cunt, <laughs> goodbye. <laughs> it's just like, all right. Um, okay, so let's just, everyone's been wanting us to talk shit about, all right, so let's just do this. Let's okay. get into it. <laughs> can, can we, can we, yeah, let's explain the whole situation for numerous people who don't know what's going on. Becca, I had no idea until today. Mm-hmm. Then I dove in a little bit. <laughs> uh, that's amazing. So yeah, I love breaking news. Um, so, <laughs> beep, 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 he ain't shit. Um, so basically, <laughs> weeks ago during the election, he put up a very timely poll Biden versus Trump. And remind you, he's not a technical like US citizen, so he cannot even vote in the election. But he was not? No, technically he's from like Do you have a green card? Yeah, something like that. I mean They don't normally allow someone on the bachelor who's not a citizen. Yeah, it's like becoming the president. Caitlin isn't (laughs) never mind. So he couldn't even vote, but he felt it was important that he found out who his followers were voting Mm -hmm. for. Surprise, most of his followers were voting for Trump. Um, and the thing is like, he was doing it clearly for engagement, you know, because these people really engagement's a thing. And I get it because I'm, I also am a piece of shit. And so <laughs> like for did, different reasons, yeah, he did that. <laughs> and our like fucking Lord and savior, Taylor Nolan, mm-hmm. um, joined in the leftist cuck section of bachelor nation, as we like to call ourselves. <laughs> she came in and was like, this is bullshit for a lot of reasons because like it is, it's like putting up a poll about something so unbelievably like serious and vital and like, it's just like not okay. You're not even voting. And then more, but the more problematic element was that he like went as further to say he, he showed some screenshots. So by the way, what? you can go and watch this for listeners. You can go yeah. on Taylor Nolan's page because she has an IGTV video where she reposted like her stories that she originally called called him out on and on the IGTV you can see the screenshot of yeah. what he posted continue sorry yeah, just so uh, you, no, you can see that on her Instagram and she and there's like one commenter was oh go ahead oh I was gonna say to interrupt you one more time because no. I love to do it it's <laughs> my passion um 
I also think it's funny that like his poll is just about as accurate as like exit polls yeah. from like all mm. elections where it's just like, who fucking knows or cares? Cool. <laughs> yeah. Like it's not accurate. Cool. Yeah. Continue on, well, sir. And it did seem like her issue with wasn't so much with the poll as with the screenshot, which I will find so I can just read verbatim if we want yeah. to, if we want to just yeah. get. Okay, was- so. Um, he posted screenshots of two different DMs. One person was like, you know, a vote for Trump is a vote against human rights, blah, 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 blah. You can't be friends with someone who supports all this shit, blah, blah, blah. Then the bottom person says, I think it's important to realize people on both sides can be good people, blah, blah, blah. You know, both sides of that argument. Ari puts in his caption after posting those two screenshots, two separate DMs. I choose the perspective of the person on the bottom. Surprise, surprise. The person says both sides can be good people. Remember, we are all united and it's okay to have different opinions. That's freedom. So Taylor was really going off on that. I feel like even more than the poll about being like, it's not, you know. It's not about a pizza topping. Opinions are about whether you like pepperoni or pineapple together or whether you don't. We're not we're talking about social justice issues. We're talking about civil rights. We're talking about transphobia. Like, it's just like all of it. Mm -hmm. And so that rightly upset Taylor and us. Like, if you went to our page that time, we were fucking going after like, no, this is not okay. And whatever. Right. That was fucking November 3rd. Flash forward to like eight days ago, Taylor posts one of her amazing sponsored ads because she's killing it. And that's like, whatever, right? Mm -hmm. Like she does, she works as a counselor and she also sells things on the internet. Like you find folks. We love (laughs) it. She was selling this great sex toy um, that was really affordable and awesome and really like, you know, the barrier of entry for everybody. Love it. You love to see it. Mm -hmm. Six days later, from that post, Ari goes on to it like in the middle of the night and is like, <laughs> do you have the exact quote, Becca? Yeah, where the fuck is it? Because I can pull it up too. But <laughs> where is it? Where is it? Here it is. I think he said, I'm a huge sack of shit and I admit <laughs> it fully. He's like, um, love, love how you came after me for posting an election poll, but you're yeah, advertising you're advertising masturbation pads or whatever the hell this is. Classy laugh emoji. Okay. Okay. And then that, and then it just kind of goes from there basically. So what (laughs) is this like Ari to you? (laughs) Honestly, no. Okay. I have to say honestly, at least not what I feel like we've seen in the, maybe I'm, I, you know what? I obviously didn't even know about the, about it. I can't keep up with all the drama. So actually maybe I'm not the one to ask, but like in my experience of him on social media and on like his season, I have to say no. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know if that's just because he was really like humbled from the experience. I mean, like he got a lot of shit obviously for what happened with Becca and Lauren. And I did yeah, anyway, and so after that, I feel like he was really tame about his responses because I remember I was going the fuck off way more than I needed to, that's for sure, after the season. And it was like, yeah, pretty pretty tame, pretty mellow, I feel like, on his social mm-hmm. media presence from what I've seen. But I also don't know what's going on, so. <laughs> yeah, I mean, when I saw, I saw this via y'all's Instagram and I I was just like, okay, so let me let me just figure this one out. So you're upset about Taylor talking about something involving politics and you're somehow comparing this yeah. going yeah. out of yeah. your way to go on one of her 
sponsored posts and comparing this to her selling a sex toy. Okay, yeah. So you're then you're going to now go out of your way to slut shame someone basically mm-hmm. for what well not basically he's slut shaming her for what she is posting about that has nothing to do with the original topic at all. Yes. Yeah, so, I was just yeah. so confused when I was reading it. I didn't even like know where to go with it. I'm like, okay, for, like I obviously filled with anger immediately when I read it. But I was just like from a logical standpoint, I'm like, guy, what are you talking about? Um, <laughs> this isn't even what we're, what are you talking about? It literally requires a whole like dissertation. Like okay. just break down every point of what he's talking. Like, first of all, what is a masturbation pad? Cause I will have 10. Yeah, now. exactly. <laughs> Can you let us know where those are sold? That sounds great. (laughs) Okay, here was my take on it. And my take was maybe is not as... All right, I'll just... I'll I'll play a little... People hate when people play devil's advocate, but whatever, I'll do it. So, like, okay, she was really coming for him. There was plenty of other people in Bachelor Nation posting equally, if not way more problematic shit than his screenshot being like, let's just love everyone, whatever. We've all seen that bullshit a bazillion times during the election. Mm -hmm. Um, I can understand him being like, you know, getting on his stories, being like, trying to attack my character is just so, you know, wrong, whatever. I love everyone, whatever. All right, that's fine. You know, you do you, whatever. That doesn't bother me as much. But he used this fallacy of credibility. This Mm -hmm. is an actual term. The fallacy of credibility. That was like his attempt to prove that her argument was untrue because Mm -hmm. of something that, like you said, had absolutely no relation to it whatsoever. Mm -hmm. It's like bizarre. It's like saying it would be like me saying to someone like, well, you're a Christian and you believe that Jesus rose from the grave and that's silly. Therefore, you can't have any opinion about... Um, breast, ice cream flavors, breastfeeding, <laughs> breastfeeding, whatever. It's like this st- fucking not related, and it doesn't mm-hmm. it doesn't diminish someone's credibility about some completely other topic. So that in and of itself is just stupid. But then we should really just talk about the term classy too, because yes. this is something that I have encountered a million and one times myself. I'm sure not half as much as Taylor for mm-hmm. a variety of reasons. But it's so it's such cheap shot. This whole classy thing is such a fucking cheap shot. Like, oh, I'm sorry I can't be as classy as you because I'm not this like very upper class white couple living in suburban Arizona who like has a family YouTube channel and I'm the top real estate broker in the state <laughs> and I can just, you, you know, Formula it's like, One racing. Yeah, exa- fucking very exactly. Exactly. It's like. And I understood some people were being like, oh, why do, why do you have to bring like, you know, race or class into it or whatever? But it's like when you're well, using the term. Because literally fucking said it. When yeah. you're using the term classy, exactly. Classy is in and of itself like a judgment on. It, it's like, yeah, it's classist and it's like elitist in its own. It's, anyway, well, sorry. Think, like, Someone else go off. Also, when when we're talking about like class and race within Bachelor Nation, like. Ari knows who his audience is. Mm -hmm. Totally. And like, for the most part, I would argue that like most of the people that follow him are like lower middle class white people who like identify with him in some way. So like him calling like- Or want to be him. Yeah. Or like, so like him calling a mixed black person classless is just further stereotyping like 
all of the things we talk about all the time in social justice movements. And that's the exact problem with the poll that he's posting. He knows his audience. He knows that either way, he's not going to gain or lose support. And that by Mm -hmm. attacking Taylor, Mm -hmm. he's just going to get like, you know, more like brownie points from his like base that like, doesn't think that like black women that like own their sexuality are like worthy of like having like value. Not to mention you fucked three different chicks on TV. <laughs> what the fuck? No, 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 not three. We're going to count the season that he was on. So at least four. And then if we're going to count Courtney, that's five. <laughs> we love to count Courtney. We have to always. So I'm it. sorry. You fucked four different people for yeah. everyone to know on national TV. And you're going to attack someone being classy on Instagram because they're just talking about fucking masturbation. That's the biggest hypocritical bullshit I've ever fucking heard. Well, it's just a really fancy way for him to let us know that he doesn't know how to make Lauren come. (laughs) It's cute. So, I mean, that's just he's I mean, he's talking about vanilla ass sex that is like a waste of all of our time. And he just wants to make sure we all know that he doesn't understand what masturbation is and how to really do anything about pleasure. And that's all he really wanted us to know. Yeah, I'm here to defend vanilla sex. Okay. <laughs> Sometimes it's not some too of bad. us don't use masturbation seats. <laughs> some of us so. some of us don't have a masturbation pad, even though we are Googling it now. Yeah, I don't actually know what that is either. Some of us but. are deeply unsatisfied and that's fine. <laughs> okay, fine. But <laughs> just kidding. I, just kidding to my fiance. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm so sorry. Don't listen, so to this. don't listen to this part. No, but I was just, I mean, I mean, and the thing is too, and of course, when you're bringing up of all people, Taylor, where that yeah, I was extremely heated, thing. where Taylor has been, I mean, let's talk about Taylor on Nick's goat episode comes on. She's talking about transgender folks. She's talking about polyamory, non-monogamy. Like she's out there, like you said, as a mixed black woman saying these things, like taking these risks, knowing that she has to deal with such insane bullshit in the DMs all the time. And then this guy comes back weeks later like in the, like you said, in the middle of the night and is just going to, you know, make some comment about then try to shame what she's doing on her her own platform that's promoting positive sex, like a positive view towards sexuality. God bless. Thank you for your work, Taylor. Yeah, you know, exactly. like I listened to your guys episode this morning that had Taylor on it and like, again, like getting surprised that Bachelor producers or bachelor I don't, I don't know how this shit works really finally admitting it but <laughs> um like they left that in there and they left that in there for a reason mm-hmm. um and I feel like it's just because like they know like identity politics is like a huge issue and if that weren't important right now they wouldn't have left mm-hmm. that shit yeah, in yeah. there mm-hmm. because they took out the parts from what I remember of your last episode where they were talking about you know like race and and like that seems very purposeful almost mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. oh yeah mm-hmm. it's almost as if the producers of the show really love to play head games with how they're going to talk about really important issues i mean like you're gonna have this amazing episode with ivan and Tasha having a wonderful conversation but you're also gonna like avoid completely talking about how you haven't had a black lead until 
2020 mm-hmm. and you're not going to really have an honest conversation with about it. In fact, you're going to have your lead, your host, Chris Harrison, go on multiple interviews over the years and say, we just need to find the right one. And then to <laughs> even go as far as to say that the reason in ways that they didn't have black lead is because they know they have a business and they're going to lose li- followers and like viewers. Mm-hmm. He said that on interviews. Yeah, like, yeah. It's, I know. We brought yeah. that up too. People regarding are like, Mike, no. no, regarding a conversation about Mike Johnson. He openly yeah. talked about that. And yeah. so you're going to do this, but then you're also going to be like, oh, we'll just give you guys a little bit of breadcrumb. See, hello. Mm-hmm, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. it's just like, uh, ugh. Yeah. And then continue to put people like the Garretts on to the show. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like maybe that should just be a name that's not a lot. Sorry if you're Garrett and you're wonderful. I apologize. I'm sure there's and maybe. It exist. <laughs> no it's not possible. <laughs> Yeah, we're we're big uh, Garrett haters over here in Take Her Pod. <laughs> we made tiny, tiny stickers about it. Yes, I love those stickers. I was telling Becca, I, I feel like, you know, I've been noticing, and maybe this is just my imagination, but I feel like I've been noticing Ari um, for the first time in quite, I think maybe ever, really getting involved on um, social media more, leaving a lot more comments yeah watch i'm probably gonna get like called out after this episode even though i haven't said shit about him except that he's a hypocrite for fucking like four women <laughs> on tv and then coming at someone well, for like but yeah maybe he's getting no. you're saying he's getting a little unhinged yeah i've just been noticing lately i've just it was it was ari was always ari was always one of the ones who i didn't feel like i'd ever really like i'd hear about often and he seemed like obviously he had a social media presence but it was always very much about his family and it seemed kind of all quiet out there and then as of recently i feel like i've been noticing a lot of comments and such floating about so well here's the thing bachelor nation in general as far as like the alum and people who've been on it and who are going on it 2020 has been equally hard for them. <laughs> they have lost out on so many opportunities. Like all of the women from Peter's seasons were totally fucked over because they couldn't go to Coachella or Stagecoach mm. or Bachelor in Paradise. It's they very true. Still, they can still sell shit, but like, yeah, it's it, they got fucking shit on because of COVID. And then you add in just like poor it is. Kelsey, like it's, poor McKenna, is, no revolve, no, <laughs> no revolve. It's hard. I feel so bad for them. And like clearly because Hannah Ann's trying to make a baking show now because she has no other options. Which anyway, wholesome we'll, we'll talk about it. <laughs> so wholesome. I actually kind of love it. I'm like, wow, I love mm. this pivot for you. How cute. <laughs> but you know, so I've, I've, we've also seen, it's been a hard summer and fall for a lot of Bachelor Nation because people like us, and not just like us who are like on Instagram six hours a day. I mean, the Bachelor Nation people fandom that wants better from the show and wants better from mm-hmm. the people, we are paying attention. We have nothing else to really do except for look at injustices, ways in which people are acting like clowns. And it's been hard. It's been mm-hmm. hard for Ari. It's been hard for like, <laughs> um, I mean, basically all the white people who've <laughs> never been <laughs> well, on the show. And it's also hard. I'm one of the white people on the show, too. But for anyone else who's like, it's been difficult. I've lost a cumulative 30,000 followers in the past six months, which it's like, I know people always roll their eyes when talk of followers is discussed, but it's like it is part of your business. So it is like, fuck, if you're at the uh, on the other side, actually, when people do something wrong, they actually lose way less followers. I've noticed like whenever you're talking about, um, you know anything related to police that's not just like praise mm-hmm. the law enforcement you're going mm-hmm. to lose a shit ton of followers yeah. talking about um 
vaccines in any kind of positive light, you're going to yeah. lose a shit ton of followers. Talking about how you're not voting for Trump, you're going to lose yeah. a shit ton of followers. It's like, mm-hmm. it's kind of, it's been kind of crazy for everyone. But yes, it's been, I think people feel particularly victimized who have not mm-hmm. spoken out about certain things or have kept mm-hmm. quiet about certain things and are then mm-hmm. being called out on that. Yeah. That's just so difficult. <laughs> and, it, and I get it. And it can be hard, but at the same time, like there's people like you, there's people like Taylor, there's other people in Match Nation who are losing more followers for speaking to authentic things, speaking to things that actually matter to them. And and getting losing getting way more consequences it's also not that hard to just keep your fucking mouth shut so if you're not (laughs) going to speak about certain things like if you're not going to talk about black lives matter then just keep your mouth shut about everything else keep your mouth shut about how everyone needs to just love everyone when it comes to the election don't just don't fucking say that shit if you're not going to say shit about other stuff Mm -hmm. it was like garrett it was like he kept his mouth shut about black lives matter but then had to write his whole dissertation about how much he loves and worships the police mm-hmm. yeah 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 so <laughs> going back to the re piece i just uh i don't know guy he's he's i'm very interested to see if there's has there been a response from him has he addressed in any way no okay i just want to say like what a bold move to like do that thing where you're in the shower just thinking about how somebody fucking owned you and then coming back six days later and actually posting it. <laughs> that is, he is braver than the troops. What the fuck? That's insane. That's also just, yeah, again, I just don't understand that comeback. Like, I understand way more going on your stories and being like, I was just spread, trying to spread love and like, yeah. clearly. No, that would have- be one thing. Honestly, that's his platform. He's able, he's right. welcome to make those opinions known. And honestly, fine. A lot of people share the same opinions. Right. Um, but it's, it's the matter of going out of there. And honestly, I know at one point somebody said like, I don't think he would have, he would have done it to another white bachelor. I don't think uh, so. I uh, actually don't. I think it don't. was a, it was a black woman telling him he did something wrong and he came back to tell her that he didn't like what she said. Period. Yeah. And, I don't know. I, I'm not saying, like, I don't know. Even... I could have seen him posting that on one of my sex toy ads for oh sure. <laughs> true, true, true. Good point. <laughs> Fair. Well, I guess just women. He hates women. That's it. Anyway, I don't know. I think I think that he's probably at the point which I guess this falls under the category, but I think he doesn't like anyone who challenges like whatever power he holds, no matter who it is. Yeah. Ooh, so ooh. I don't know. It's weird. Yeah, I mean, it's also just like the opinion of like let's all love one another is easy. Like let's hold each other accountable is not easy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um and so like when you have like a following on the bachelor franchise you kind of have to like in some ways pick a side I feel like and like people like you and like Taylor have made it very clear like where your heart is like where your politics lie so it's very easy to just you know like follow you or not follow you people like Ari have in my opinion been very much down the middle trying to appease both kinds of people for advertising dollars yeah yeah, yeah exactly yeah exactly so, and um yeah. I, it's it's an easier way to make money to say let's all just love each other instead of actually s- stating one way or the other like how you feel about something well especially if you know because of your poll where your audience lies right mm-hmm. yeah so oh we come back we still go back to the root <laughs> of the back problem to the poll. which is where the fuck are my <laughs> followers at 
All right, broads, we have to take a quick pause, but I really hope this doesn't make me sound too frightening. But is there anything more stress relieving than kind of just punching something sometimes? Like I'm talking about that screaming into a pillow feeling. Sometimes you just you got to let it out that way. Uh, Well, instead of punching a pillow, how about turning it into a workout and feeling like a badass with Fight Camp, the ultimate workout and boxing program that you can do right from your own living room? Fight Camp brings the boxing and kickboxing gym to you. Not only are you going to get access to the best trainers that bring both cardio and conditioning into a fun full body workout, you'll literally get all the equipment you need, like literally all the equipment you need. We're talking a freestanding punching bag, boxing gloves, hand wraps, and their unique punch tracking sensors that show you real time progress. I've been using Fight Camp at home for a bit now, and I don't want to compare myself to Hillary Swank from Million Dollar Baby, but like the similarities are pretty uncanny <laughs> at this point, and it's just because of Fight Camp. Of course, if you're not at that level yet, Fight Camp is still the perfect option. Their program is made for everyone from absolute beginners to experienced boxers. You'll get access to hundreds of workouts from six expert trainers. No matter what your level of fitness is, you're guaranteed a great workout. Uh, this is such a great gift idea, too, by the way. Fight Camp offers flexible financing for as low as 0% APR and $0 down. And right now, as a limited time holiday offer, you can get free shipping and a gift valued at up to $109 with every Fight Camp package. Just go to joinfightcamp.com slash chatty. That's right. You'll get free shipping and a free gift valued at up to $109 with your purchase. You can bring an authentic boxing and kickboxing gym into your home with Fight Camp and you'll get your free gift by going to joinfightcamp.com slash chatty, joinfightcamp.com slash chatty. Well, speaking of great gift ideas, maybe some of you are thinking, damn, what the heck am I supposed to get for my boyfriend, husband, partner for the holidays? Well, I have a fantastic gift idea, and that is the Manscaped Perfect Package 3.0. There is There is so much goodness in this package. Even if a trimmed tree isn't your partner's preference, Manscaped still has the goods you need. Okay, first you're going to get the Manscaped Famous Electric Trimmer, the Lawnmower 3.0, which comes equipped with their proprietary advanced skin-safe technology to reduce the chance of nicks and cuts. Ouch, that's not going to happen anymore. It's not going to happen anymore with the lawnmower, okay? They're going to take care of themselves. But regardless of grooming preferences, everyone wants to smell nice, right? And for that, you'll get Manscaped's Crop Preserver and Crop Reviver, which keeps the um, the jingle balls from sweating, smelling, and sticking. And who knew that you could throw so many Christmas puns <laughs> into an ad read? We do this for Manscaped because we love it so much. Well, you know I'm a fan. You know I'm a fan of the jingle balls, and I love them all up on me a lot. And I can say from firsthand experience, having a partner who has been using the Crop Preserver and Reviver, I am loving them even more. They smell fantastic. This is a 10 out of 10 product, okay? And to finish out the Perfect Package 3.0, there's a fresh pair of boxers to keep them feeling clean all day. And the more I talk about this, the more it sounds like a good gift for the guys, but also for me, for you for all of us. Uh, So get 20% off and free shipping with the code chatty at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use code chatty. Again, this is a product that both um, my partner and Becca's partner have been using now regularly and we're all loving it. That's 
20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use code chatty. Naughty or nice, this is the number one gift on Santa's list. Hop on that trending sled today. Manscaped.com, code chatty. Okay. <laughs> All right, what's Can next? Can we talk about, okay. Um, well, do you have, a, I know that you said that you had certain topics that you wanted to hit. I mean, if you want to jump in. I mean, I definitely would like to have a moment to ask about the Lauren Zima situation. I'm really happy you asked. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Because we tattooed it on our body earlier. Just got to talk about this one. So last week, uh, Lauren Zima announced, um, early last week, announced to everyone in the world who didn't ask for it that she is having a podcast now. Um... I'm not against somebody having a podcast. We have one. It's dumb as hell. Don't listen. But <laughs> she, she has already like a TV show. She has multiple TV shows. She's on TV. She has a Roses and Roses. It's very popular. Yeah. She gets a lot of money from it. And whatever. Okay. The point. Sorry, I got off topic because I'm mad. Um, <laughs> it doesn't it doesn't matter that she's having a hot podcast. Whatever. Right. No big deal. Mm. But she named her podcast Relation Sips. And did this logo of her with a wine glass. Mm-hmm. It's pink. It's like a whole vibe. And I already hated it because I was just like, oh, I don't need more. Just like Because you're biased yeah. and an awful person. Yeah. <laughs> you're going to have fucking Harrison all, all the time just spouting your lies and gaslighting. It's just like. Oh, my God. I would love to hear some of their bedroom conversations. Oh, you know, I, was, I could really do. No, 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 no. I was really hoping to hear what type of role play was going on. <laughs> I'm, I was itching mm-hmm. at the end of my seat. Maybe it's like a role reversal. She's Harrison in the bedroom and she's like, this is the final <laughs> orgasm. <laughs> well, maybe she's like, this is the only time I'm talking to you today and this is my whole job. Yeah, I'm basically I'm, it's a fake relationship. Anyway, wow, I'm the worst person ever. Do not come for me. Um, so can you, can do you, you think they the role play that like she's the bachelorette? Like, do you think that's one of his fantasies? <laughs> is that yeah. he's wanted well, to have sex with one of the bachelorettes? Oh. Because I think he has, though. Who? Oh, well, I mean, he had sex with um, Andy. He dated Andy Dorfman for a minute. Probably not when she was on the season, but like after. What? What are you talking about? (laughs) What? Don't like listen. Don't open the can. Stop. (laughs) She will just. I'm sorry. What the actual fuck are you talking about? It's not been like like fully confirmed by anybody, but it's pretty pretty standard bachelor lore that he dated Andy Dorfman. No, this is QAnon shit <laughs> coming to you via Jenna. Is I this is this QAnon? Is this is this yeah? Is this truther shit? It might be. We call it JAnon on our right. podcast. But okay, so anyway. She comes out with this podcast and it's about relationship advice. And so she's te- clearly coming for Nick Vial's throne. Anyway, mm. that's oh, a whole mm. other Mm-mm. story. Mm-mm. And then, <laughs> so we find out though, basically the day of Thanksgiving, we find out that there is a black woman who has a podcast called Relation Sips and her logo is very similar. And the the whole podcast is the same concept, you know? Yes. And yes, there are romantic relationship advice podcasts all over the world. That's not really the problem. Sure. We're not saying, and by we, I mean the general people who are coming at Zima right now. Right. We're not saying she like flat out went to this person's site, stole everything right. from her. Right. But she 
clearly came up with this name, went and looked at it. Somebody had to look. I've put our podcast on I iTunes. I think that she it's had hard. a team behind That's it. it. That's exactly what I said. We said this before getting on the podcast. I go, look, this is a huge misstep for her management team. 100%. Yeah, because you still got to fucking own it. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. see, that's that's the biggest thing for me. It's like, listen. It's not like she went and found this podcast no. like, I'm going to oh, do no, the no. same thing. No, Lauren like, Zima is much too busy. She has a million things going on. Someone hands her a thing, goes, do you like this cover? Do you like this title name? And she goes, yeah, sounds good. So her team obviously saw this and it was like, oh, this is like, you know, and, and let's be real. This happens. This shit happens in music all the time. It happens in designs mm-hmm. all the time. Let's mm-hmm. talk about Zara, you know, where it's constantly yeah. Yeah. stealing people's designs, you know, just quietly. But, you know, if, I, I doubt that it was Lauren Zima. But my thing is, and I saw that she changed it, thankfully, but you need like the fact that she didn't come out and have a like a public conversation apology. about it mm-hmm. a public apology also you know not that i was expecting this but a really good conversation that you could have about you know um about design stealing about mm-hmm. making sure that this black woman who had this podcast is very easy to be like hey let's talk about her podcast in fact i'm going to use my platform to promote her her one of her episodes for a day yeah and like send some of her followers in her direction. Mm-hmm. It's crazy too, because like Zima's podcast hasn't even come out yet. It comes out December 3rd. So right. like, I have never seen somebody with a lower podcast score than ours, <laughs> but like, <laughs> like the girl has like a 1.5. Cause everybody found out already and was just like calling it out. And I've seen no response. I don't know if no, it exists. There has not been a response well, yet. And maybe she's going to have one men's event at some point. And that's fine. We're recording Monday probably gonna be one fucking yeah. tonight probably but that's typically <laughs> well, how it works and you know like we've we've had these discussions before if at a certain point you're like all right do we want to like get even more people aware of what happened you know so there's that conversation but then also like in her situation it's just as simple like you said i think you can make it you don't have to make it that deep you can just be like wow like unfortunately there was a big oversight on my even if it was her you can literally just say big oversight on my art management team like i'm so sorry that this was like the original creator for that reason we're changing the 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 title and cover art that that ruins the illusion that she is who she is though i guess so i mean well i think too it's just like i mean it's unfortunate all the time but it's especially like telling that it happened and like a year where like our friend Danielle, who was a guest on our pod last week said like, you know, there was a wave of Black Lives Matter that got like pushed to the forefront of this year, but it's not the first time it happened. But like Lauren Zima stole from a black person Mm -hmm. this year during this time. And there haven't been any sort of like reparations that we've seen made to Mm-hmm. Correct that. I will say. I will say that the creator uh, Claire Claire Delee, I believe is her name. Um, you should go follow their podcast. It's Relationships. She has said that she doesn't <laughs> that that um Zima talked to her personally, and so I'm not saying I'm oh, not okay. even saying we need to go and attack Zima. It's just like sure. we have to continue to hold accountability and like talk about it. You know. For yeah, sure. I mean this. Wow, yes, I'm seeing. I'm looking at the at the uh, yeah. cover yeah, right now. Ratings, right? Yeah, this was it. Bro, it's the branding, the <laughs> yeah. name, the yeah, picture, the, the color scheme. It all and again, was. It probably yeah. was her design team or her, her management team who did all of this, but that's still fucked up. Those people are probably all white 
and they still did this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there has to be accountability. Again, uh, the the producer or the podcaster has said that she doesn't necessarily want people going out there and like attacking. And I'm going to honor that. But like, we can leave reviews and let people know. <laughs> yeah, or, or we can leave reviews too for Claire D's. Like, if you yes. want to leave a bad leave her bad review for Lauren Zemos, just listen and subscribe to and leave her a rating for the other person. Yeah, mm-hmm. Claire mean, D. Her podcast is up. Listen to an episode. Really though, look leave at- a great review. <laughs> Look at the cover, though. I mean, I always try to give people the benefit of the doubt with this. I'm like, all right, maybe someone saw it and it was in their subconscious. You know, you do that thing where like, I have a really good idea when you saw yeah. it on the podcast app like two weeks before. And you become Australian. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, you know, it's interesting because this conversation came up a lot with the Hannah B thing because a lot of people yes. were like, oh, leave her alone or whatever. And I remember saying this on my Instagram and uh, and I think it's true. You know, it came out of my mouth. So I think it's so I think <laughs> you it's still true. stand by it. I still stand. <laughs> no, but it's like, you know, if you're making your living off of a platform, if you're making your living off of anything, it would make sense for like that business and that platform for you to be held accountable on that place. Right. Mm-hmm. So like if yeah. you own a business and your business does some fucked up shit, you would expect people to call you out and you expect to be held accountable and you would expect to respond with that business, right? It just seems like the same thing with Instagram for me. It's like if someone is literally making, someone like Hannah B is making hundreds, like, yeah, making hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars a year off of that platform. Platform. The least that person could do is take time to take accountability and apologize and also take step to educate your followers. Mm-hmm. And that's where I feel... Which- which she has. Yes, yes. I loved her response. I thought it was yeah. great. Yeah, yeah. I mean, as as white women, we're not here to say she's off the, like, chopping block or anything. But no, she did come and have an apology and have, like, a process. I thought that was a great model for other people, and you know? It's, like, a great model for how to handle it. It's like, oh, you took this opportunity to then, like, work to educate your followers. And, and at least, you know, I haven't stayed like crazy updated on Hannah Brown's Instagram, but it seems like that conversation has been continuing to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah. So, so come on, Lauren. <laughs> well, it also, it also gives people the opportunity to be like, I trust or do not trust you mm-hmm. based on like your response to this versus, you know, like what a lot of bachelor people do, which is either sweep it kind of under the rug or like respond privately or, or negatively or publicly. negatively or publicly like I appreciated that response because it was at least like any like conscious viewer can like make a decision mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. you're gonna lose people and you're gonna have people respect you for like what you've done not to mention I think that people can learn the most from someone being an example of making a mistake and then Mm -hmm. working to resolve that mistake right Mm -hmm. it's like we've talked about this before at the podcast of like it's probably better for us to not be perfect and then work on responding properly we haven't always done it the right way but like Mm -hmm. I think that's all that anyone's asking of people it's like if you're gonna it's not to be perfect like if you're going to mis- make a mistake, at least make an effort to make it right and like model that to the people that follow you. Certainly. Oh, yeah. Huge. I mean, uh, yeah, I think we we do like little like missteps throughout the week because we're I mean, like, again, we're both like white women. We grew up with a lot of privilege mm-hmm. and like. It's just like a thing where like we even when we're talking about like social justice stuff, like we mess up like Mm -hmm. all the time. And we just try to like 
show people's responses to what yeah. we say and just be like, Hey, I apologize. I didn't consider that at all. Totally. Mm-hmm. And that's like really all it has to be. And it's like, I will admit it's like embarrassing to be wrong about mm-hmm. shit. Like nobody is just saying that it's like easy to be it's wrong. It's not fun and, to be like, called out at apologize. all. Apologize. No, no, but, no, certainly not. But like, it's like a necessary and like quite frankly, easy step to take to just like admit that you're like wrong about something that's it yeah yeah but that's it's the part I, that's not easy is the part when you're admitting to yeah. yourself that you're wrong. <laughs> sitting in that pain yeah, yeah. like mm-hmm. i'm a, i'm a nanny and like i i, so I get constantly reminded that because i'm telling that to the children mm. i'm sorry that you feel bad right now and like i know that that bad feeling doesn't feel good and that's why you're really emotional right now but like i'm not necessarily just going to give you a piece of candy to make you happy we have to like sit in these feelings mm-hmm. and it doesn't feel good and a lot of <laughs> a lot of people could really stand to remember that lesson of like when we do something wrong there is a period where we have to sit in that you know and mm-hmm. we have to like you, otherwise you're not really going to learn and you're not going to really hopefully have that thing that kicks in your head the next time you're having a conversation about something, you don't just fucking wild off about whatever you're, mm-hmm. there's a part in your head's going to go like, Hey, remember that? Mm-hmm. Let's not, you know, you touch your hand to a burner. You're going to hopefully not touch your hand to a burner again. <laughs> you know? I mean, I wonder if that does come back to like people's parenting though, for real. Yikes. Yeah, maybe. A, I mean, I remember when I was a kid and I remember like I have a specific memory of being at the pool at uh, some public pool and I was like nine and some guy was like hey you can't dive into that area it's too shallow some random adult and I was like you know in my head I was like fuck you <laughs> like never tell me I can't dive in the pool obviously I was all scared and nine I was like okay but I was so mortified and like embarrassed and ashamed that this person like told me I wasn't doing something right mm-hmm. and uh I don't know. It definitely sucks at any age. Maybe some people just weren't told enough times that they (laughs) that they shouldn't be doing something that they're doing. Like before before we like wrap up this part, like I think it is really important, though, to like sort of like normalize like feeling embarrassed or Uh like feeling like shit. And I feel like that would solve like 90 percent of Bachelor Nation's problems. Like those are facts. Yeah. Like. Being ignorant is like not ideal, but it is okay if you're willing to like learn mm-hmm. about other things That's or other true. people's experiences. And I just think it it's reached a point on like social media where it just doesn't quite happen that way. <laughs> you know what I think it is? I think people immediately take it to and I find this I see this a lot and I feel like I've probably done it too. Um this immediate response of like I'm not a bad person. Like I'm a good mm-hmm. person. It's like people mm-hmm. take correction as a judgment on their just yeah. basis of character mm-hmm. or as who they are, you know, as a person. And I think that that's maybe something that we all need to remind ourselves is like mm-hmm. you being corrected is not necessarily like now if someone corrects, I do believe that this is wrong. If someone corrects you and is then like, you are a piece of shit, disgusting, bad person, like die. Mm, probably not the right way to go about it. You know, it's just my that's just my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, if someone's saying we like have to start our podcast over again, we're <laughs> <laughs> not good people. <laughs> No, 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 no. We never tell people to bully other people. We just... No, I probably shouldn't have. Let that was a lie. <laughs> you're a liar and a bitch. No, I've done the same. I've done the same shit to people. I've been like, you're a, you're a horrible... Because you did this, you're a horrible person. I've definitely said yeah. that before. But, I mean, I think maybe that's an issue on both sides. Is that one, we 
lump someone making some mistake into them being a bad person and Mm -hmm. make it an attack on their character, calling out myself. And then on the other side of it, taking criticism, that's just criticism as attack of one's character. Yeah, like actions don't necessarily define a person unless it's a repeated pattern over and over and over. Mm -hmm. But I think that's sort of where we're at as like a... A community that wants to like hold themselves and other people like accountable for the harm they've caused um and just like in general from my perspective like we and i'm speaking about like you know like leftists or like people who are like socially progressive we haven't figured out how to do that just mm. yet without canceling people mm. without you know like applauding ourselves yeah for being like oh we, we called it out so we are the best you know the woke like, olympics yeah yeah yeah. Right. No, yeah we have not perfected that yeah at all. we're the best at this <laughs> <laughs> please follow us <laughs> don't comment like subscribe <laughs> five stars <laughs> um okay hmm. so let's let's get into some a little bit more bachelor tea before mm-hmm. i know becca has to leave yeah because we go you gotta lay some on us. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh God. <laughs> oh yeah. What is there? Lay it on us. Um, has Colton made here. a reappearance on social media? Colton? No. 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 Colton, in fact, has deleted everything off of social media. <laughs> Bizarre. Bizarre move. Not to just like delete one's Instagram. I don't think he could bring himself to it, you know? Like I don't think he could bring himself to actually delete his social media instead. Yeah, it's just- weird because he has like a million followers. He's not gonna lose a million followers. Mm-hmm. Chris Randon did the same thing after like, deleted the deleted all the posts. Yeah, he, like, either archived or deleted everything after, like, Crystal, like, announced her pregnancy. <gasps> Are you fucking serious? Okay, wait, we got to talk about this. Can we talk about this? About Chris's yeah, response? Because I don't know about any we, of this. We haven't talked about Crystal and Chris at all. <laughs> Which, for the record, if we're going to talk about bad people, Chris ran down. No, I'm just kidding. But <laughs> I could not stand him on Becca's yes. season. I could not stand him on Paradise. And I could not, for the love of God, it was almost like two villains made a good couple. Yeah. I like yes. I like Crystal. Like I don't yeah, really have fine. any issue with Crystal, but I was yeah. like, what is with people's perception now of the like as if love makes everything? Well, that's actually what happened with Lauren and Ari too. Ooh, uh, it's like love. I mean, that's the thing. Yeah, Bachelor Nation loves to simp for people just because they're in a heterosexual monogamous relationship. Anyway, <laughs> yes. So yes, yes. Um, <laughs> we just we really value that in our society. So married, married monogamous married. relationship. <laughs> Or pursuing marriage. Yeah. um, Like, yeah, we've always disliked Chris for a lot of reasons. Very toxic. Yes. Like, okay, so after, oh my God, I don't even know where to start with this man because Crystal announced something that was like so happy for her. She Mm -hmm. was like, I'm in a new relationship. I'm pregnant. She had like that new relationship energy where I was like, I don't know you. I've, I disliked you in one season. I liked you in another. You seem really happy. Great for you. You're probably not a person I would be friends with in real life. And that's okay. And I believe social media can like clue into people's states of emotion for real. Like you can look at someone's social media and be like, you're happy and thriving or like you're not doing so well. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And the opposite can be also you can see. Yeah. When people delete their entire account and are just like, I don't know, I'm 35 and I fucking suck. Um, He so he like deleted his entire Instagram. Just immediately after she announced this. He deleted his Instagram after the divorce. 
Yes. Um, Deleted his Instagram, like his account. No, his, no, the account was still there. There were no posts. Okay. Yeah. And then he started posting on Instagram stories when she announced the pregnancy. So he still had no posts. No. From what I remember, no. But he was like announcing things like he was wearing, I want to tell you that like, imagine me in my outfit right now, Mm -hmm. but with Chris's muscles. (laughs) Oh God. So it was just like, this feels like a death. (laughs) He said that. (laughs) About her like babies, like about being pregnant. Because it crushed him so much that his ex-wife is pregnant with a new man. Like it's, and we talked about in our podcast episode like two weeks ago. It's not, the problem is not that he's depressed and has anxiety. It's posting it on your goddamn social media. Thank you. No, that's the thing of course when you have a relationship that ends and you're heartbroken and then you yes. see your person with someone else and then especially <laughs> when you're seeing then a new being coming in of course you're going to be like heartbroken no you're literally saying that the, br- the, the bringing of a new life into the world feels like a death to you but you're why disgusting. why yeah that's it, it was why horrible online? and like Jenna and I, like, neither of us have kids, but, like, thank God. Both of us were, like, <laughs> Bless. yeah, thank God. Bless no you. No child deserves this. It's <laughs> um, <laughs> about both of us. Yeah, it's right, Becca. Um, but, like, it, it felt really, like, offensive to me just to be, like, your, your feelings aren't the problem. Mm. Like, the fact that you want to share these feelings isn't a problem. It's the way you did it. And, like... Jenna and I are like big proponents of like go to therapy. And we realize that there's like a privileged aspect to that. That's like therapy is not affordable or accessible to everybody, Mm -hmm. but it is absolutely affordable and accessible to this one particular person. I'm sure sure he could get a sponsorship from Talkspace and talk about how he needed Talkspace because his. Yeah, we literally said that. We were just like, we need to use his code for our own personal therapy. (laughs) And also he should use his code his own code because like that was it was so inappropriate and so gross to just like he wanted her to know it was big. you're bringing negative energy into like yeah. that person's creation of like their new life and their new joy like that yeah. to me is really just disgusting and says a lot about you as a person but also it can be done so differently like if you had a podcast or you could go on someone's podcast and be like yeah yes. honestly it's been really hard for me like Mm-hmm. Like de- grappling yeah. with my ex who I've loved, like being with someone new and starting a new life with them. That is so different. And it's also it's also very easy to go, even if like if you feel the need to go on your Instagram yeah. and address this, which I don't know why you would feel the need to do that. But like, let's just say you would. It's very easy to go on and be like, I, I have complicated feelings yeah, about it. Or even, yeah. even just to say like, I have to be honest, like I'm really struggling, but I send my best to Crystal, well wishes to her and um, congratulations to them. I'm really having a hard time if if everybody wouldn't mind maybe staying out of my respecting DMs. Respecting my for, privacy. Yeah, respecting my privacy um, as I process this, but, you know, sending sending love and well wishes this their way. Like I mean, it's not like- How self-absorbed are you? Like how well, here's the yeah here's the thing he got a lot of praise for it a lot of those I don't know who in Bachelor Nation is simping for this man but like he's now continued to just make this his like personality online now he's doing question box like let it's me just know what like your shirt is like oh let me just I remember seeing before she announced her pregnancy when she announced that she was uh, with someone in a new relationship and I my timing might be incorrect here. 
but I would imagine that she probably was posting around the time that she thought that she maybe knew she was pregnant or had an idea. Mm, So there was kind of like, hey, maybe she wouldn't normally have been like, hey, this is my new person, but now they're Mm -hmm. having a child together. So they're deciding, I mean, who, who, whatever process, but I remember seeing when she posted about her new person, people giving her so much shit about it. It being too soon, or and it like was just whatever. like, and 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 that I'm, I am like, I have a very strong feelings about, and maybe it's for my own past, but very strong feelings of people criticizing someone for moving on too fast in a relationship when you have zero context about what's going on in someone's private life or in their past relationship. Your past relationship. Let, let alone, first of all, let alone you know the fact it's like no one should have any opinion on you know like what someone's relationship looks like in general like that but uh when there's criticism for moving on that's always something that it's just like yo are are you kidding me like that's on you that's a lot of like things that you're projecting onto yeah yeah it's hard again hard but like go to therapy or talk to talk to your friends or your family Mm -hmm. um don't like go online and say you're right the intention was for her to see it and the intention was for her to wreck her happy moment and that's the most that's that's not love that's the the most yeah yeah, exactly that's not that's super toxic and it's super selfish because if he cared an ounce for her he would not rain on this joyful moment yeah that she's trying to share with the world so that's super disgusting i'm trying to imagine what it's like being like a like a baby or like like how like how does it like to be a baby (laughs) i love that (laughs) my main question for the podcast is what is it like to be a baby insane (laughs) it sounds so wonderful honestly i mean just like imagine like having like all of this like content that we've made because we're all going insane during covid and just being like oh someone was like it's like a death for me to be alive that's crazy for sure not to mention when you're pregnant your body like your the baby is so heavily impacted by stress yeah. hormones yeah yeah and so he's that's what i'm saying he's literally bringing negative energy and trying to make her stressed out which literally affects the health of you know the fetus growing inside her that's fucked yeah. up yeah he doesn't give a shit he doesn't give a shit about anybody by but himself and that's why i've always hated him and i continue to hate him <laughs> And I mean, also, on, on another note, the amount of pregnant women from your season is just astronomical. The fertility is just astronomical. It's pretty It's pretty wild. And even, like, the engagement. There's been, like, multiple people who've gotten mm-hmm. married off my season. I remember Nick Fial's season. It was, like, I think Liz was the first person to get married from his season. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, his season. Yeah, that Raven is engaged. Um, Still. Rachel's married, which is yeah. amazing. Um, yeah. His fiance is. Oh, yeah. His fiance is engaged. His now. fiance is engaged. Yes. Yeah. No, his season. His, I mean, his season, your season, and um, frankly, Hannah's season. It's just been, I, it's been a wild ride. It's been wild. <laughs> <laughs> any other, any else final tea? Any other fun things to add? I love the discussion about Chris and Crystal. By the way, <laughs> by the way. All the congratulations to Crystal. So happy yes, for you. So happy I, can, uh, I don't know what her situation is with her boyfriend, but uh, I got pregnant with my boyfriend three months into dating him. So seems yeah. like you guys are fresh in a relationship. Yeah. Wish you the best. Hope it works out like it did for me. That's mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Oh, Garrett. Weren't we going to talk yes. about Garrett? Yes, of course. Which which one? Which piece of shit Garrett are we talking um, about? Let's talk about 
Oh, is anything is? Oh, well, oh no, wait, 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 wait. Before Garrett, can I say? Can I ask one thing? Yeah, and okay. then I have a question too. Okay, quick question. This I don't know if this is like fresh. I heard the rumblings of this, and I don't know if there's any sort of confirmation. But I heard that Blake is maybe <laughs> attempting to oh, I love light the flames again with Becca K. Yeah, he confirmed today on Instagram that that is not the case. Okay, I think by right. I think by him confirming it, he is still wanting engagement for it. Like he still mm. wants like people to talk oh, yeah. about it. But he he snipped it in the bud. And in fact, I'll give him uh, one piece of credit that I never give him. He said like, let's not pressure the fucking woman to be dating. Like let her have a moment. You know, right. she's good for Blake. This relationship, so I'll give Blake like one moment. All right, Killjoy. Yeah, good for Blake. <laughs> I mean, honestly, though, I I have to be real. Since Blake's moment when he all of a sudden became like the the go- the king of gossip on Bachelor in Paradise, mm. I went from being like Blake to being like Blake again. Okay. <laughs> He's just like <laughs> kicking his legs up with all with all the other just goofy, He's just, just goofy being like ass Blake. He's so fucking this? goofy. And now since then, he's just spilling. All the production tea. Yes, yes, yes. I can't well, believe that he hasn't dealt with a lawsuit like yeah, Luke Yeah, what's P happening has. with Luke's lawsuit? I think it happened. I think he like has to pay. He has them. to pay like a hundred thousand. Right? Dollars. That's yeah. so fucked up. <laughs> no, I, I I don't care what anyone says about Luke. I believe that is so. No, it's up. true. It's it's. I believe it's extremely fucked up because I think I'm owed a hundred thousand dollars <laughs> <laughs> to have to experience that. Like, excuse um, me, can we just? I just think it's so fucked up because I think that like there is a lot of manipulation that goes on behind the scenes, and yeah, I although 100%. I believe that Luke has many issues, I believe there was a yes. lot of manipulation oh. on that season oh, that sure. he was victim to, as well no. as being, uh, you know, as well as being, um guilty of a lot of stuff on his end right and two it's things like can be true two things can be true is the theme of our podcast and they're that. profiting Once. off of they were they profited mm, they profited off of his Pain. choices and off oh, of yeah. yeah off of his off of his poor choices and they profited off of his pain. And then when he told his side of the story, they punished him to literally squeeze out even more money from him. It's mm-hmm. in, it's 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 a they used him. They used Wait. him like crazy, which is crazy, too, because I think he got sued for being on like maybe Olivia's podcast, which oh, is that? just like, holy shit. Like, I mean, <laughs> Olivia. Oh my god! Being on someone's podcast makes you zero money, literally. Like, yeah, no, he's not getting paid to be on that podcast. Also, I feel, oh my god, that makes me feel really bad for Olivia because I'm sure she feels like, and obviously it was his choice. But I can only imagine I'd have if we were we joked about having Luke pee on to just basically just like grill the man. But if we had him on as much as I would grill the shit out of him, I would feel horrible. And all of a sudden it was like, oh my god, like (laughs) he's being sued. for a hundred thousand dollars or something like what the fuck oh and God. what does that even accomplish it's literally fucking abc it's like one of the six that's what i'm saying they're making they're making a they're making an example out of him and mm-hmm. i know that i probably spilled Thank more God production you then well they couldn't do that to me yeah <laughs> the Becca army. when you said that like a couple weeks ago you're like the, the becca stands would come for their heads i feel like i'm sounding really <laughs> arrogant on this episode so i'm sorry no, no, guys no, i'm just fine. in a mood but <laughs> Yeah, no, I mean, like, there's plenty of people that have come and done the production tea, and they were able to make an example of Luke because people hated him so much, too, yeah. off of the season. That's and that's true. what I find that's, like, really fucked up about the whole situation. Not to mention, did you know that in the contract, I believe they can hold you liable for up to $5 million? <gasps> 
Casper. And you sign that shit when you go on the show because if yeah. you don't sign it, they'll find someone else to sign it. Like, yeah. oh my god, I'd be so nervous. Yeah. See, now I want I Bachelor Nation to unionize. <laughs> that shit would be. You know, they don't even pay you per diem when you go on the show. That's nuts. You literally, you quit your job, you go for five or six weeks, up to eight or nine weeks, yeah. and you come. I mean, that's why I ended up going to the wheat farm. It was like you, you don't have any fucking money. You're paying your bills. You're paying your rent. The you're fact, paying everything at home without any money. The fact that they that they you signed the contract up to five million dollars makes me actually feel really bad now for sliding into certain contestants' DMs and being like, "You want to be on the show?" And then them being like, "Yeah, sure." And then last minute them saying, "Uh, oh, we actually can't." And then me being like, "Please, please, 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 please." I feel bad. <laughs> Sorry, Whatever. everybody. Keep doing it. Keep it up, queen. Yes. <laughs> just every time someone says no, just invite us on. We have- <laughs> Please. They continue to say no. We know we're not, they're not allowed to be on here, but I will God. keep asking. I'm sorry. I derailed. It was back to Garrett. Oh, oh yes. Yeah, no, we, I we apologize. Talk to Garrett before we quickly, before, yeah, quickly, because I know Becca has to go. Um, Thanks. I mean, we at Daycare Pod have disliked most of them. There's Lee Garrett from Rachel's season, who is the racist. Yes. There's oh, my God. I Lee forget. Garrett. Yeah. So Lee Garrett. His name is Garrett. Holy and shit. then we have Garrett Gregorian. We call him Garrett Gunn. No, sorry. Yeah, yeah Garrett Gunn. Garrett Gunn. And That's then good. Garrett Powell, who we call Garrett Baloney Eyes. So there's three Garretts. Yes. Um, and this summer really popped off for the later Garrett's and <laughs> they just really wanted to show us who they were in so many ways. Like we were talking about earlier and it's not your actions alone that really make you who you are, but it's your repeated like continuous actions and things that you're showing you want us to see. And both of them have said that. And um, yeah, we just really wish that there would be no more Garrett's ever on the podcast. We made a campaign where we did hashtag no more Garrett's. Mm. Thank you so much to Nisi, one of our greatest followers, because she helped us like coin that a little bit. Mm. And we love you, Nisi. Shout out. But it's, yeah, like. Who do you think is worse? I think Garrett Childs is worse. Garrett who? Childs. Not Childs. Uh, Oh my God, that was someone I went to elementary school with. (laughs) I'm so sad. You know what? He probably is the worst. (laughs) He's really nice. Who is the Garrett? Who's Bologna? Bologna, Garrett Powell. Wow, Garrett Powell. I can't believe I just said Garrett Childs. All my friends know Christian. I feel like he's the most defensive. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, they all got a little defensive. I mean, the thing is, Garrett Gunn um, kept it kind of under wraps a little bit because he was going through like a breakup with Becca and they just kind of. Like, he was not happy, and he doubled down in a lot of ways, but he kind of kept his shit under a bushel, but, like... Except he said I couldn't hang out with Becca, you know? Yeah, that was pretty sad for you. I'm so sorry. Are you okay? (laughs) Yeah, I know. Becca Becca K has now, like... It's like she is now in L.A. She is thriving. We love to see it. We love to see her her free of the Garrett, yes. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Anyway. That was probably one of my biggest, like... Danica was, like, really worried for me during that time, like, every day waking up, just being like, are they going to announce it? I need to fucking know. (laughs) I'm on my phone like 10 hours a day all the the things and like when we found out one day that he removed an Instagram highlight of her from his page I was like Mm. (gasps) (laughs) (laughs) it's happening (laughs) Um, but yeah whatever I mean and Garrett Powell he recently went through some things and he 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 said that a woman who said that she got assaulted was lying and that was not a good. Oh yeah. He was um, like, you're lying. Prove that you got raped. He straight yeah. up was saying that shit in the comment yeah. section. It, it was, was really, so really wild. Yeah. We talked he also about deleted that his Instagram posts and everything. I mean, he, the man is coming back and talking about his mental illness. And again, I, okay. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I feel like that, your face. Yeah. Your face. 100%. 
And it's like, I can have empathy for people who are going through things. I can have empathy, but I don't have sympathy for your choices. Mm. Your choices Mm. led to Mm. a lot of pain and like anger. Mm. And you have to like do time for that. And you have to like come correct. And I don't think you should be back online quite yet. Again, I think that like Danica and I, we talk a lot of shit and we do like, we joke, we're like a bully. Like we, it's, but we don't, we absolutely don't think people should be like going into people's DMs and like telling them to like kill themselves or do mm-hmm. any of that. Like, that's absolutely not what we are about. No, it's just like calling up clown behavior. Like, it's just silly. Yeah. That and this kind of stuff is allowed. And this is the stuff we call out. And then like, I think it's like once a week we get like a person who comments on our posts. It's like, you're being rude. And it's just like, well, uh, <laughs> You said, like, this person said a T-slur to somebody. So, like, I, like, I don't have any problem calling these people out. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, and especially when people are clearly unrepentant of their behavior, which I think Garrett's yeah. the perfect example of that. I definitely understand how there's some people in Bachelor Nation where they try really hard. They don't want to, like, they don't want to rock the boat. And I understand some of that's just people's personalities, you know? Mm-hmm. They're like, I, may, I believe this, but, like, I don't want to upset people. And, like, I believe that that's privilege, of course. But I think uh-huh. for those people, when they fuck up, I can understand how it can be really hard and you're spiraling when you get called out. It's like, nah, it feels like the world's ending. But yeah. with Garrett, he fucking goes for, like, he's in the comments section saying, you aren't ra- you weren't raped, prove it. That's someone... That's I'm sorry. I don't want to hear the mental illness bullshit like in that context. Like, I don't believe your mental illness is bullshit, but don't use that as an excuse for being a shit person. And that is an example of being a shit person. It's not a misstep. It's not a mistake. You're going out of your way Mm -hmm. to tell call someone a liar saying that they're lying. about. It's not the first time he said some. He's told people to get over slavery like it's not that big of a deal. He's yeah, this is. Yeah, no. he he told this woman she was in our DMs who's um, Asian of Asian descent. And I guess he, he was texting with her and told her that like she was talking about how she feels fetishized in mm-hmm. like communities. And he's like, that's not that doesn't happen. No, she was using. I know what you're talking about. And she was yeah. using statistics too, being yeah. like, I have mm-hmm. more of there are more instances of, you know, Asian women being um, taken advantage, you know, being sexually yeah. assaulted. Oh, yeah. yeah. And he was just like, nope, that doesn't that's not true. So. Quit, quit making yourself the victim. It's like, this is yeah. not novel behavior for him. Mm-hmm. I think it's like one of those things that like people that are active in social justice communities kind of worry about is like people like co-opting language that we mm. use that's like supposed to be like, this is not an excuse for my behavior, but this is what I'm going through and I'm yeah. working on it. And it's funny how he like calls people like us like snowflakes or like, people that are just like too sensitive or whatever but when it suits his needs he's totally willing yeah to like co-opt the same language to Mm -hmm. be just like well like if you're really like uh, you know talking about mental health like mine gets to count too and it's just like well if that's true sure like Mm -hmm. definitely (laughs) we, we will respect that but also you've caused harm and that's not your mental illness if you know like if that's a thing which it's 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 not an excuse yeah. for your behavior. Yeah, mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, the Garrets! My oh, goodness. Garrets. I mean, yeah. oh, oh, <laughs> I mean, mm-hmm. there is honestly there is like endless bachelor tea that's just been coming up, and I have to just I have to like remind myself of it time and time again. But the best way that I find myself remembering all the bachelor tea is through 
your platform. Mm. So thank you mm. so Bless. much Bless. for the amount of work that you put in. Also, the mass amount of DMs that are answered, the content that you put out with the podcast. Blessings to you, our reluctant Batch Nation family. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> we appreciate it. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast today. Yes, thank, thank you, you so, so much. much. Can you tell everyone where to find everything? And of course, we'll put it in the episode notes per usual broads. For sure. You can follow us on Instagram at DateCardPod. Um, find us on iTunes. Actually, all of all of the platforms through DateCardPod as well. I think Twitter is DateCardPodcast, um, but we don't tweet as much as we should. Um, mostly just live in the DM sleuths of Instagram <laughs> yes. and just kind of losing it. Um, we are a, a, a no-spoiler account. Yes. Um, and so do not send us spoilers mm. um, and, and we will not spoil y'all. Bless. We spoil like, you know, whatever shit that happens, but like Let's not do that, y'all. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Such a good reminder to say always. We always forget to say that. We've been forgetting this season. I know, yeah. but we haven't gotten any. I know, so maybe that's Well, it's good. a weird season. One. It's a weird season. Yeah, I know. But I yeah. I have got spoiled about anything. I know, me either. So um, okay, yeah. But, oh, thank you so much. We appreciate you both. Broads, all the info in the episode notes will be posting all about them on our Instagram as well. Yes, also I felt like I really sounded self-righteous, so apologize if I did. Please listen to them instead on Date Card Pod instead of me. Don't listen to me <laughs> but do keep listening and, and subscribe and rate us five stars thank you <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much um jenna danica we'll chat soon chat soon broads <laughs>